everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I am back from Disneyland, where I completed the half marathon. And yes, I am Tinkerbell. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. Do my eyes deceive me? Is it of rummy and breakfast all in the same day? Good morning, Avram. Miracles do happen. I know. By the way, I thought about it this morning. Do you mind raising these? I'm on these uh, headphones today. Um, I thought about it. How perfect. How usually your battle cry is that when you are here from Baltimore, it is a day that we do not have any food here in the studio, and we somehow or another have food every other day. And you have commented on that, and your complaints have been placed in the complaint department. And that's why there's really no marathon. We just threw breakfast for you this morning. I didn't know people checked the complaint department. Uh, usually we don't, that's to be honest. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, great job with breakfast morning, this morning by our friends at Gotta Get a Bagel on day four of our fundraising marathon. What'd you eat so far, by the way? Uh, bagels, cream cheese, lox, very well-rounded meal. Exactly. You got some protein. Yeah. Oh, so you had fruits, proteins, carbohydrates, dairy. I mean, you got everything. The only thing you're needing is some of the uh, romaine lettuce, a little bit of vegetables, and you're good to go. You're like, no, that's not happening. I think there was something green in the cream cheese, oniony something or other. Okay. So you might want to stay over there on that side of the desk. That would be fine. Um, How was your commute in? Uh, Thank God everything was good. I I, I was bringing in a package for someone, so there was a little bit of stress about that, whether something was going to happen or if it was going to get lost or stolen or something. So there was a little bit of stress regarding that. But other than that, it was it was good coming into the city with nice weather. It's light out now. So everything was good. Oh, that was the massive box you brought in with you. That's right. Oh, okay. I got it now. I got it now. Well, nice job being a courier. Yeah. Of course. I hope the person is saving a ton of money. with. <laughs> I Yes. Which is making it worthwhile for us to bring it. <laughs> I have a feeling that that box is, uh, not, has not yet reached its final destination, but we will uh, <laughs> we'll end this conversation here. Yes, we will end this conversation here. Uh, let's, do some, um, let's do some national holidays. It is by a musical instrument day, Avrami. Yeah, no harmonica. I uh, encourage that every day. <laughs> My kids only want a harmonica. I'm like, that's what we need. Something else to make noise here in this house. No? No harmonicas. No, it's actually really good because it's very portable. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, n- not so many people play it. Everyone's playing guitar and everything. So if you have your harmonica with you or a couple of harmonicas with you, it's always a welcome addition if someone knows what they're doing. Right. That's the if. There's the if. How many people think they are harmonica players when in reality they are not harmonica players? It's also I Love Reese's Day which I told Nahum about in advance because I figured it's day four of the marathon and we just got to keep going. So if somebody's partaking here in a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, I'm going to look the other way for today. You know, this may be controversial, but I like peanut butter M&Ms better than Reese's Pieces. Wow. Um, There's controversy and then there's that. That might be wrong on many, many levels. It's also National Hummus Day, which I personally am celebrating and celebrate always because hummus is amazing. It's Visit Your Relatives Day, which somehow or another, for me, coincides with with National Museum Day. So shout out to my mom, um, who is a curator. She's a museum curator, and she would like me to come visit. So it's basically, if I go visit my mom and go to a museum, I have fulfilled multiple, multiple responsibilities. Let's do the fortune cookie. Yep, the fortune cookie, or as I've been calling it lately, because Yoni's been picking bad ones, the unfortunate cookie. Let's go. Yoni, I hope for your sake that this one's good. A smile increases your face value. No. <laughs> no, Avrami, you can't laugh at that. Jamie probably thought that was funny also. Jamie, did you find that funny? 
she's ignoring me. She's smart or what. By the way, if you have not already liked and shared Yoni Pollock's post, please do so. Because um, as we've been speaking about marathons, it is the JM and the AM Marathon. It is officially underway. Today is day four. You can make your secure online donation right now at fjbunity.org. If you have not received our mailing, you can email me, Miriam at NahumSiegel.com. We will get you set up with our fundraising letter, but you can also just go to fjbunity.org. And we thank you in advance for your pledge, for your donation, for your continued support, because it is because of support of our listeners like you that we are able to continue doing the job we are doing here. So when I mentioned to please like and share Yoni Pollock's post, that's because he is partaking in the Stucca Challenge, right, Yoni? Something like that. And he is donating the proceeds of his challenge to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, which is the beneficiary of the JM in the AM Marathon. It is the FJB that directly funds JM in the AM and much of our programming here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So go to Yoni's page, Yoni Pollock. Yoni, make sure everybody's spelling Pollock correctly. C, Stop it. P O L L A K. And by the way, if you know Tani Pollock, he would appreciate you liking his brother's page even more <laughs> than I would. So go to Yoni Pollock, share it, like it, mark it with a B, put it in the oven for baby and me. Do whatever you need to so that he can get as many likes as possible. And the JM and the AM marathon continues to thrive. We are set to go here with a full morning and the live lunch, as we have been announcing, which will come right after um, right after this program. We will be giving away the Jerusalem Monopoly set that we were given as a gift, courtesy of our friends at Judaica Plus in Cedarhurst. We talked about it this morning on JM and the AM. It will be given to the Greatest donation, the highest donation that we get today during the live lunch that starts at 11 o'clock right after this program goes till 1 p.m. Eastern time. So please donate. You can also donate to the fundraiser by commenting on the app. Yoni is monitoring those comments. You can also call in here, 212-529-4620. My guest this morning is Rabbi Raphael Shore. He is the founder and CEO of Jerusalem U. He is a rabbi, educator, and film producer. He produced the 2016 mini-documentary about an Israeli-Ethiopian soldier called Mekonin, The Journey of an African Jew, and its 2015 predecessor that many, many, many of us have seen called Beneath the Helmet, From High School to the Home Front, which was rated one of Netflix's top five military movies. It is an awesome inspiring coming-of-age film about five Israeli soldiers. Another one of his productions is The Powerful Crossing the Line 2, the new face of anti-Semitism on campus, which I have actually watched with my children because it's that important. It explores the proliferation of anti-Israel and anti-Semitism on North American college campuses. And currently, launched as of yesterday, is the Six-Day War Project. It is a series of short films that has been re- that is being released every day for a month by Jerusalem U, and it talks about the leading up to the Six Day War Project. And with that intro, Rabbi Shore, good morning. Good morning. Nice to be with you today. Thank you, and thank you for joining me. And thank you, honestly, for all of your hard work and the hard work of Jerusalem U. Jerusalem U, as its stated mission, is committed to strengthening the emotional and intellectual connection of young Jews to Judaism and Israel. Tell me how you are using film and movie production or film production as a medium to strengthen that emotional and intellectual connection. 
Okay, I will. And uh, first of all, thank you very much. That was a lovely introduction. And um, I think the idea is that we're living in a new age. And as somebody who grew up in, I grew up in Canada, actually, and I didn't get a very good Jewish education, but I was proud of being Jewish. It was a typical kind of Jewish youth. And I think that as a result of that experience, I realized that Unfortunately, most of our education system is just not working. If we look across the board, 100% of Jews in, in North America, very few of them come out with an inspired and educated view of what the Jewish people are about, what Israel is about, and it's, and it's very sad. So the education system as a whole is not working, and so I founded JerusalemU.org, in order to use the tools that we have at our at our fingertips, which are brand new in this generation, to reach out to people in a new way. And what I mean by that is the tools of film and digital and the Internet and all of the platforms that it provides to us, because this is something brand new. And it affords the possibility of creating great educational content on the one hand, and then on the other hand, massive distribution. Right. And that's what Jerusalem is about, to create new content, buy film, and distribute it en masse to try to show young Jews what is being Jewish and what is Israel all about. I think that the you particularly hit it with this film series in that they are short videos. The video that was released yesterday, yesterday being the first video to be released, was a sum total of three minutes and change. I mean, even for the attention span uh, deficient, so shall we say, that is a bite. That is a bite size bit of a video that you can really process and you can share. Sharing, obviously, a long movie is not something that you're going to be doing via social media. That's you're going to be doing with targeted viewings and shuls and schools, etc., in various locations. But here you have created, you know, this bite size of information, of video content that can be easily shared. Yeah, indeed. Did you like the movie? I liked Did you it. Like the short film. I like. First of all, I like anything that's short. I mean, I happen to have loved Beneath the Helmet. <laughs> I happen to have loved Beneath the Helmet, and so did my husband. But in terms of in, in terms of this video, not only was it great because it was short, but it was understandable. It was demystifying of a situation, and especially as we're leading up to Yom Yerushalayim of next week, this this wonderful jubilee celebration. It's important to understand in a black-and-white, clear-cut way, why did Israel go to war? Right, right. And so really, uh, this was really a brainchild of one of our donors, and it came to us a few months ago, and they said, look, we're about to hit the 50th year of uh, the liberation of Jerusalem. It's an incredible time, and it's an incredible moment. But you know what? We, the Jewish people, have kind of been sleeping because our enemies have been working for the last several years on promoting an anti-Israel campaign of 50 years of occupation. Mm. And, they, and they are hitting uh, media and propaganda all around the world, on college campuses and wherever they can, to hit Israel with 50 years of occupation slo- slogan. And we got. We need to do something. We need to create context. And again, whether it's young or old, Jews or non-Jews, most people don't understand the context 
of how we got here. What created the situation where Israel became much bigger than it was before, and we ended up reuniting Jerusalem and having Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, in our hands, the Gaza Strip, and all the different things that, that really shape current events and current politics and the peace process and all the complexities that we're always dealing with is all shaped around the Six-Day War. So we felt if we can create a series of 12 short films and pop them out within four weeks, we can educate hopefully tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people with a very nice, clear view to give them context and history and an ability to, to understand it. Rabbi Rafael Shore joins us. He is the founder and CEO of Jerusalem U. He is joining us on the heels of the launch that began yesterday of the Six-Day War Project, a 12-piece video series that began yesterday, will continue for four weeks, informing everyone, and I do mean everyone, in a global, in a global way, why Israel went to war and what led up to the Six-Day War. So let me ask you something. What made you do a month-long project? That seems to be slightly unusual for your, for your, you know, your typical movie launch. Well, Jerusalem is anything but typical. We are, always <laughs> we, are, we are always trying to figure out what works and what's the most effective way. So in the last year, we have turned our attention to doing a lot of short film content. Uh, we have this wonderful young woman named Chloe Valdery who's now on our team, and we've been creating a lot of short films and putting it up on our YouTube channel, and, and uh, we're taking a lot of educational films and breaking them up into smaller pieces. In other words, we study the market, and we're trying to see how are people consuming material. Mm-hmm. Today, young people are spending eight or nine hours a day on their devices, which is remarkable and sad. <laughs> exactly. Reality. Right. And, and, and so if we want to connect with the hearts and minds of our next generation, we have to be there. And so we're continuing to make feature films, and we're very excited about upcoming projects, but we're turning a lot of attention to the short films. And we thought that, that doing this 12-part 12, 12 series would be great. So what we're doing is, Starting yesterday, and by the way, you can go to sixdaywarproject.org to see all of this. It's also featured on the J Post home homepage. And and um, once a week for the next three weeks, there's going to be one short film that comes out. And then for each day of the Six Day War, okay, starting in early June. We're going to have one film per day. And what's going to be happening is we're going to be like reliving the events of that time. What happened a few weeks before? What happened two weeks before? What happened one week before? What happened one day before? And then what happened each day of the war in, a, in three minutes, each one. And we just felt this would be a very uh, effective package to be able to reach out uh, and, and uh, educate a lot of people. No, it makes a tremendous amount of sense, especially in terms of, as you said, the way young people consume content. It seems to me that this, again, just to use the same term, bite-size or morsel um, approach to the video content and the importance of the messaging works not only in terms of sharing one young person sharing to another person, but also in the digestible 
um, amount that somebody, you know, if we're if we're piggybacking on other projects that you have done, and I imagine this is, of course, part of a larger scheme, a larger plan by Jerusalem U, that the more kids understand, the better they'll be able to combat anti-Semitism and anti-Israel sentiment when they head to college campuses. The more everyone understands and the more we are educated as information is key. The more we are, our kids are kids are educated. The better, in the better armed. Sorry to use the term. They will be when they hit college campuses. Yeah, hundred percent. And and so in that vein, this is exactly the idea. So this this project launches online and now, and and hopefully we will reach hundreds of thousands and millions of people. However, that's not the end. Now we've got twelve short films to educate about the Six Day War. And where what situation we are in today in, in Jerusalem and Judea Samaria, and that material is going to live. It's going to continue mm. to live on the website. It's going to be available to high schools and to college students and to programs. And that's really where, as you mentioned, the overall mission of Jerusalem U is to educate. So we create the feature films, but what we're really trying to do is not only make an impact with the film. But then hopefully bring people in and see, look, we've got a lot more content, and this content can be used in schools, it can be used in community centers, it can be used in youth groups, and we have all and we have a platform that just gives people so many possibilities. So not only do we have these short films that are educational, and we have feature films, but we have whole education courses wow. online at JerusalemU.org where people can get a full 10-hour education on the history of Israel, media bias, the teach process, all the relevant, interesting, even the humanitarian issues that are going on today and all the positive sides of Israel beyond the conflict, as well as courses on being Jewish and Judaism, happiness in Judaism, cinema in Judaism. We've got all kinds of uh, a rich amount of Jewish content and we are just hopeful that more and more people will come and partake of it uh, because uh, it is wonderful content. This particular project, the Six-Day War Project, is being distributed not only by the Jerusalem Post, but by Jewish federations, the Jewish National Fund, Israel Action Network. And really that's what we're trying to do is to, is to be content creators and then distribute it through all of the wonderful organizations out there who are also trying to educate. Yeah, as we say around here at the Nachum Siegel Network, content is king. You can go to Six Day, ah. exactly, sixdaywarproject.org is not only where you can get more information, but where you can actually sign up and get notified when a new video comes out. If you scroll down on the homepage, there is a form to fill out, a very brief form, and that way the next video can end up in your inbox. It makes it even easier to stay informed. I also just want to mention that last week, Joanna Shebson, who is a contributor to our program, Bite Size, here at the Nachum Siegel Network, interviewed marketing director for Jerusalem U, Simone Katz, in which she also, they together, also explored all the benefits of, of this program and various other programs produced by Jerusalem U. Rabbi Short, I, I want to ask you, I mean, we only have a few minutes left, but this, it seems mm -hmm. to me that, that, you know, the part of the basic tenets of and, and the mission of Jerusalem U may, you know, 
cause a little bit of, let's say, strife, depending on the on different people's backgrounds, Ju- you know, Jewish backgrounds, relationships with Israel. Across the divide, though, you know, it seems that you're defying that and that your videos and your mission only serve to unite even, uh, you know, people of varying backgrounds. How is it possible that you have been able to cross that divide? Well, first of all, I'm very, I'm very appreciative and complimented by, by that point, and I'm glad you, you noticed. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the, it, I'll tell you, the, the, the quick answer is it ain't easy. Well, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, but part of our core values, one of our core values is that the Jewish people, we are an amazing, beautiful, inspired people. Unfortunately, most of us um, don't have enough information to be inspired about that. But we believe that, that if we focus on the positive and we focus on what unites us, we're going to be so much better off. And so even, when, even in our content, we're trying to create content where we're showing the positive, inspirational side of being Jewish and Israel. We're, we're unabashedly pro-Israel. Right. But at the same time, we know that it's a complex market out there, and so we try to be very nuanced and sensitive and balanced in our materials. So just for, with regards to, for example, this Six-Day War project, we had 10 people who were writing the scripts with us, 10 people. You can imagine what kind of a process that must be when 10 people are writing the scripts. <laughs> but we are so careful with every word. And after yesterday, uh, and we have, of course, an uh, academic advisor, Professor Ken Stein, who's brilliant, we also need to make sure that everything's completely factual and accurate. And just to give you an example, this morning we got an email saying that there was a little blowback from the first film that came out. Somebody was offended because we used the language Arab terrorists. That was one of the words that were used in the film. And I said, if that's all the blowback we got <laughs> from day one, and tens of thousands of people saw it, and that's the criticism. I said, that was a great day. Right. I, I'd, I'd agree. Right. And I, I will tell you that I watched the video three times, and that did not jump out at me at all. Right, right. And of course, there's no way to satisfy every Jew. We're too, you know, we are the Jewish people, right. and everybody's a film director, and everybody's got their own opinion. Um, but I think it's really something that's important to us, and we work very hard to make our films and content something that can inspire and educate people, whether they're religious, non-religious, right-wing, left-wing, pro-Israel, questioning, whatever it might be. And that's, that's what we view as core to our mission. So the, the answer is we work very hard at it, and uh, thank God we've done a pretty good job. No, I also see that your board of directors seems to be a cross-section of, of Jews who, again, are able to come together on their, you know, with their love of Israel and their love of Judaism, regardless of their backgrounds, in order to work towards the same one goal. Exactly, exactly. We have a we have a very important mission as a Jewish people, and if we focus on what's in common more than what divides, we're going to be able to deal with any enemy and any problem that stands in our way. 
Please, God. Sixdaywarproject.org is where you can get more information. You can watch the videos, and of course, you can sign up to have the videos dropped in your inbox for easy viewing, and in this case, sharing pleasure. Please make sure to share these videos. This content is important for all of us. Rabbi Shore, thank you so much for joining me, and we say this wholeheartedly. Thank you very much for your hard work on behalf of the Jewish people. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be with you today, and thank you for sharing this content. You got it. My pleasure. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We have a full afternoon of programming right after live, right after That's Life. It's the live lunch. Nachum and I will be on the air taking your donations. Please donate generously to the JM and the AM 2017 fundraiser. All donations can be made payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. You, of course, can donate at fjbunity.org. We will also take your pledges on the air if you call 212 529 and we will be giving away the Monopoly Jerusalem Edition board game that is sitting here to my right, again, courtesy of our friends at Judaica Plus in Cedarhurst. And a full afternoon of programming continues right after 1 o'clock. Do not miss JM and AM tomorrow morning as we conclude our fundraising marathon 2017. Joined by a number of fan favorites here at the Nachum Siegel Network, a packed show. The, the weekly update with Malcolm Honline will take place at 7.40 in the morning. Don't miss a minute as, as it has been yet a, another wild week between the Israel and the United States. Don't miss a moment of that program. Jamie the AM will be supersized tomorrow morning as it is customary on the last day of the marathon. Tune in all morning long. And at the conclusion of Jamie the AM, join Naomi for a new edition of Table for Two. Stay tuned as you enjoy the Kedem Arab Shabbos music mix after Table for Two. Right at, right up to candlelighting here on the East Coast. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull. This Motse Shabbat Matzis hosts JM Sunday. And by the time Matis is on the air and Avrami's basically done with his show, Nachum and I will be on our way to Jerusalem. Yes, YY50 takes place next week. Do not miss a minute of our programming. Every bit of next week will be super exciting. We are bringing Yom Yerushalayim 50 to you. Tune in all week long. And again, if you are enjoying what you're listening, please show your support at fjbunity.org. And as we usually do when we head to Jerusalem, I'd like to conclude today's show with Diaspora's Jerusalem is Calling. That is my uh, that is my go-to song before we head out to the Holy Land. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Avram's open desert tent History's children in every event Are looking for a way to lighten up their load And brighter than the sun you shine Jerusalem, you're on my mind You lift my soul, you echo the divine Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn.
trace my steps back to you now again Jerusalem is calling Jerusalem is calling Hear it echo through the canyons of your mind Until you reclaim the things you've left behind It's telling you this just might be the time Jerusalem is calling Jerusalem is calling Might be the time 